0: All right, hello and welcome to the State News Sports Roundtable. I am your host, Eli McCollin, and today I am joined by three people from the roundtable in our sports desk, Jaina Bardal, Brendan Gumble, and Sean Ryder. How are we doing, guys?
1: Doing good. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. all
0: right, Eli. Listen, I am just ecstatic right now because from everything we're hearing from Davo Sweeney and Mike Gundy, football is going to be back by May 1st.
2: I mean, that's, that's a hot take. May 1st,
0: 2020 or 2021. When Dabo said the Tigers acronym of this is going to end soon, or this is going to end real soon, sorry, I forgot the R, um, it's, I just, I couldn't help but just laugh. It just seems so comical to think that we could be back by May 1st. Um, I just saw a tweet a couple minutes ago before we started recording here that Governor Whitmer, she's extending the stay-at-home the stay order until, and it was going to April 13th, and she's going to extend it even longer to think that we're going to have football by May 1st. is just, it's incredibly optimistic.
1: Yeah, um, I have family that live and work in South Carolina, so Devo's comments um, kind of trouble me a little bit. Um, I really enjoyed Gundy's reasoning on why we should all get back to work, um, where he basically said that Oklahoma State football is going to basically power the state of Oklahoma from economic ruin to becoming just a powerhouse, so, like, there's a lot of ways to look at it, um, I guess we can all agree that's probably not the right perspective, but, it's wishful thinking. Yeah
0: for sure that and the um davos reasoning of essentially this is america also made me laugh like don't get me wrong patriotic guy i love to see the optimism but like his whole reasoning was like we have iphones this this planet's really got a bunch of smart people we're gonna get over this soon it just it just made me laugh quite a bit and i i it's it's just it makes me sad to even hear it just because it's it's probably giving so many people false hope at this point
2: yeah, I mean, I don't know what to believe anymore. I think you want to talk about false hope. The MLB and what they're trying to do with the quarantined Arizona League. I mean, who knows if that's going to work out, and that'll just turn out to be false hope. But uh, I don't know. I'm truly kind of taking everything by the day. I don't know what to believe anymore.
0: If it comes, if they get that baseball league, uh, I'll be excited. But it seems like a long shot at this point. But we're here to talk hypothetical basketball today, because what else do we have to talk about, right? So over the course of the last couple weeks uh, the four of us have been putting together our hypothetical tournament using Joe Lenardi's bracketology and uh, well it's it was an interesting tournament and I thought and we crowned a champion we'll get into the champion that we crown here in a minute but first I wanted to kind of go through everybody's bracket a little bit and we'll go ahead we'll go ahead and start with we'll start with mine i guess it's the first that's the first one it's the midwest one so why not we'll just go with it um so i had the midwest which when we were deciding who would get what bracket we essentially just pulled numbers and i was hoping that i wasn't going to get the midwest just because it was just going to be so easy from a final four standpoint for me, essentially, because I knew from right from the get-go, Kansas was going to get to the Final Four. Um, but other than that, really interesting area of this bracket with Joe Lenardi. Um A lot of a few blue bloods with Kentucky and Duke, who I have each getting to. I have Duke getting to Sweet Sixteen after beating Belmont, and then. Ryder, I'm sorry, but I have Iowa losing in the first round. I'm sorry to tell you that, but it happens. Yeah, it's a shame. We never got to really see that best play through, but you know. it, listen, East Tennessee State just seemed they—they were playing in Greensboro in this one, and I was like, it's close to Tennessee, and that—that that university, I was like, and that's a good basketball team, so I went with them, and I have Duke getting the Sweet 16, but Duke gets eliminated by my team of the bracket, which is the Providence Friars, who beat Arizona State and Kentucky to get to the Sweet 16 and defeat Duke to get to the Elite Eight. They face Kansas and they lose. But this Providence team, I just, I, I don't know how to explain it. They just, they, they finished the season 6-0 and and beating Seton Hall, Villanova, DePaul, Georgetown, and Marquette they they finished the season really well. They had a group of guards that are just that are ballers. And I hate that they didn't get a chance to finish. Because they actually ended up finishing third in the big East, and that was a really strong Big East this year. And I hate that they didn't get a chance. But um You know, it is what it is. And Ed Cooley man, I love me some Ed Cooley. He got some he got some calls actually last season to take the new coaching job at Michigan. He interviewed for it, if I remember right, or he either turned down the chance for an interview. It was one or the other. I think he like interviewed and turned down the job, or he turned out the interview. It was one or the other. Um, but yeah, that was essentially my bracket. The only other notable thing I had was Liberty beating Auburn and beating Wisconsin to get to the Sweet 16. Um, Liberty has not been in the news for good reasons lately. After opening up its campus to be- opening its campus back up. Um, but that's besides the point They still have a really good basketball team that I really liked And they played defense really well this year They were one of the best defense teams in the country So kind of where I, my bracket lied I had Kansas ending up getting to the Final Four So what were your Ryder, we'll start with you What's your reactions from my Midwest side of the bracket? Well
1: I've had some notable reactions to your picks But um, I'd like to start with Liberty i that tangent. Kansas uh, I think, for me, it wasn't even that Liberty was just a better basketball team than Auburn. Like, I genuinely did not think throughout the season that Auburn was really all that good to begin with. I thought they were overranked, uh, I thought they were barely hanging out in the SEC. I thought that, you know, starting the what would they start, like, 17-0 or something like that? Like, I thought it was all just, it was a flush. I didn't believe it. So, you having Liberty beat Auburn in the first round, I liked that pick a lot. I was behind that. Um, I was a big fan of you sending Providence to the lead eight. Um, I do think Ed Cooley is one of the best coaches in the Big East. Um, I really like that Providence roster. I really liked Alpha Diallo, Luayne Pitkins. I think those guys are very good basketball players. I did not like, however, you adding in these little extra bits about Ed Cooley fielding calls from the Indiana Hoosiers. Ed Cooley's a Providence guy through and through. He's going to stick with the program no matter what. So, I think you just gotta let Archie Miller take his time, do his job, and don't call for his job,
0: you know? Listen, Indiana, just, I feel like if this tournament would have played out a little bit and say Indiana just falls short, there would have been so much clamoring for him. And I just, I had, I was like, you know what? I gotta have a little lingering joke storyline in this. So, I just figured, you know what? We're gonna go with Harping on Archie Miller. But that was what that kind of came down to. Um. so Gumble, I don't know if you got the chance to look at it but what was your kind of reaction to those
2: um, I think I agree with you for the most part I don't think it would have been as big of a cakewalk for Kansas as you think it would have I don't, I don't know if Leonardi even had Kansas in the final four from his projections um, but I did like you putting Providence through a little bit, I, I like them as well Um, could never really figure them out just because the Big East was so tight all year but not for the most part I really had no issues with yours
0: Jaina, how about you? What did you think? Yeah,
3: I agree. Um, I def- I liked the Providence pick for sure, and um, I think Liberty over Wisconsin's interesting. I know I made some picks and kicked out the Big Ten kind of early, and I some people were saying, like, the Big Ten was a pretty difficult conference this year, so maybe we should have kept them in a little longer, but... Um, Overall, I liked it in the end when we had um, Kansas and Dayton and our side of the Final
0: Four. So, yeah. Yeah, speaking of Dayton getting to your Final Four, Jayna, let's move on to yours, which is the East bracket, where Dayton does end up getting to the Final Four. Do you mind breaking down your end of the bracket a little bit? Yeah.
3: So I got East. Um, I did a lot of research because I, like a lot of the teams, I wasn't too familiar with. Um, I guess it's my biggest um, second round. I picked NC State over Villanova, which started some memes on Twitter. Um, but that's what I chose. Um, and then yeah, I guess Dayton just kind of seemed like the powerhouse team to me with the the most significant players. So I had them in Florida State, and I think Lenardi put Florida State over Dayton in the Elite Eight, um, which I was thinking about. And honestly, I was really on the fence about it, but. When I went through, I think that, um, yeah, I just put Dayton through to the Final Four. They I, they obviously don't have as much tournament experience in it, like in the tournament, but I think their big guy, of Obi Toppin, and their coach also, um, I think, would
0: get them through. Obi Toppin also won Nathan Player of the Year a couple, just a couple days ago. Um, that was a pretty awesome one to see. The NC State memes were... Amazing because I didn't even think about it when they beat Villanova. I totally forgot that that was where the um, girl came from, where she's crying, and she's playing whatever, the flute or whatever instrument that is.
3: Yeah, I didn't realize that either. I didn't.
0: <laughs> I didn't even think about it. It totally sl- slipped my mind, but it, that was hilarious when Chase dropped that into our uh, Twitter discussion. Um, Ryder, what do you think of Janus picks? Uh, I was with Janus picks for the most part. Um,
1: the only thing that bugged me was, this made me just a little sad, was thinking about, what was it, Butler beating Maryland, I believe you had that in the second yes, round? Yes, I did, yes. Yep. Butler beating Maryland in the second round, um, I just think the entire world was just robbed of an all-time great press conference from Mark Turgeon if that game <laughs> was to actually happen. Um, I think that would have just been an all-time great reaction right there, but for the most part, like,
0: I'm with Jana. I think Dayton was the clear-cut team to make it out to the Final Four, so yeah. Gumble, how about you?
2: Um, I'm with Jay as well. I, I was looking forward to seeing Obi Toppin um, play in the tournament and trying to lead a smaller school like Dayton um, to the final four, which I think he would have done, and uh, it's just disappointing he doesn't get the chance to do that. He's a guy hoping for to the Pistons and the NBA draft because I think he's going to have a good NBA career too. Yeah. Well, the Pistons need every ounce of help that they can get. <laughs> yeah, that, he'd be a
0: good starting point though. Yes, it would. So we're going to move on to riders and my goodness you your bracket your bracket has been the, just just wait your bracket has been the point of contention in just about every discussion we've had about this and i've been very excited to get to this because mainly because of the way that it started with the um uh, the, the chalk of the start. Can you talk oh, about yeah, the start? Totally, totally, Eli. Can you go ahead and talk about that start, Ryder?
1: Oh, my God. Okay, so what? I did have a lot of higher seats winning in the first round, and I'm willing to stand by <laughs> all of those picks. Um, I had, what, UIU, which is a 6-seed, beating Indiana, an 11-seed in the first round. Um, I think that's a pretty good pick. Um, I had uh, Oregon, 5-seed, beating New Mexico State, even though they're on, like, a 19-game winning streak. Yeah, I stand by that pick. Um, I had Gonzaga beating, uh, like Prairie Central, Prairie Rock. I'm not even, I am not don't even remember, to be honest. Yeah, I had them beating that because they're Gonzaga. So I think my shock was pretty well justified
0: but I think you saw the chaos ensued in the later rounds. It did. It did. I'll give you that. I will give you that because then your Elite Eight turned into BYU and LSU. You want to talk about that a little more?
1: Yeah, so really, like, the two teams I look to, like, make very deep runs, I mean, it's obviously going to be Gonzaga, but I really like BYU. I watched BYU play a good amounts throughout the season. I recognized that they were a very good team. Um, I did not want to have a Gonzaga um, BYU rematch when they played in like February and BYU won, BYU won like 91 to something. I didn't want to have that rematch and frankly I think LSU is the great offensive team no matter what and I think if they get If they're hot on the right night, they can beat anybody in the nation, just to be honest. so Yeah, I had LSU taking Gonzaga. You could have really continued on with Gonzaga after that, but I gave BYU the edge. Um, I made the Final Four team. I know a lot of other projections had them going deep. Um, I was just a big fan of BYU. Obviously, you know, the story on them is that they're a great three-point shooting team. If you're hot, you can ride that throughout the tournament, but they're really good on the pick-and-roll with Billy Childs, DJ Hawes. So I, I just thought they were a great
0: multidimensional basketball team, and I trusted it. Let, let, let it ride. See, I actually somewhat agreed with the BYU. I would have had Gonzaga in the Final Four, but I did agree with BYU. They had an amazing offense this year, and they they were they were great. But this is this is one thing I don't think I brought up to you guys though that made me upset that when I looked at it further, because I went back and I looked at Riders um, a couple nights ago when I read the Sweet Sixteen. Because there was talk of Arizona possibly making the Final Four in this before we started. And then I realized that Arizona and LSU are both in this bracket. And we couldn't see an Elite Eight matchup between the two when Will Wade and Sean Miller are both the focus of some NCAA FBI investigations. And there's wiretaps of them discussing pavement of players on the scheme the new hbo documentary and i actually watched that a couple days ago and that's a wild documentary i suggest that to everyone who's um a college poops fan because it's it's wild to hear about it and it gives you a new perspective on things as well but Ryder, i gotta say i was disappointed to no know arizona lsu matchup uh, and you know me i mean you know that i'm in the
1: I'm definitely into the bag. big Christian Dawkins fan, Saginaw native respect, so, um, yeah, if I was, like, good at planning ahead and thinking ahead, I probably would have pulled that out, not gonna lie, but, um, because I think a lot of you guys were expecting me to send Arizona kind of deep, but, um, yeah, I just played it, I went with the better teams, I think BYU, um. You know, the only thing that was really standing away was Gonzaga, so I kind of mixed Gonzaga early, but yeah, I do like in the final
0: four. Right. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Gumble, what was your reaction of Rider's insane bracket? Um, well, I was
2: very disappointed at first, obviously, because if you know Ryder you know you'd be the last guy
1: to have literally zero upsets in the first round. <laughs> I had um, there were upsets in the first round. I'm willing to no, there
0: were upsets. I'm no, really, I thought no, it was, was chalk. chalk In the first round, I don't think you had any upsets mm-hmm. But I'm willing Somehow, to battle, I think there was There was Somehow not. that got us to be what I do in the final four Somehow And I ended up being okay with that Because their team is filled with players Who emulate the way I play basketball And that's just a barrage of three-point shooting. So I was okay with that <laughs> That's fair That's fair, but Ryder, I am going to point out, there was no upsets. You had Gonzaga, LSU, U of M, Oregon, BYU, Seton Hall, Arizona, San Diego State, all move on, all of which were the higher seeds. Well,
1: I was going to give Yale the win
0: over Michigan,
1: but I figured, like, kind of a bad move, Michigan State student paper, just having Michigan (laughs) lose in the first round. to a good Yale team, like a pretty marginally good Yale team, so...
0: That's that's I mean, fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, Jana, well, I, I mean,
1: I wasn't gonna have Seton Hall lose to Eastern Washington. Come on, guys.
0: I mean, I'll give you that. I still felt like New Mexico State would have had a chance. That was a team that gave a really good, a Final Four Auburn team a lot of trouble last year, and they returned a lot of their talent.
1: New Mexico State to me was just like I. I went back and I watched some stuff, and I kind of like. I went through what the narrative of the season yeah there was a winning streak and there was all that but there was really there wasn't a whole lot that stood out to me to give them like Oregon a team that I don't think is really all that good nothing really stood out for me to believe
0: that New Mexico State would give them all that much trouble but that's, that's fair Jano what was your reaction to Ryder's Crazy Bracket
3: Yeah, I appreciated that it got interesting at the end, and I I agree with BYU going through, especially when they were against San Diego State in the Sweet 16 because, I mean, San Diego Diego State had a really good season, but, um, like, kind of evaluating their level of, like, experience and the teams they went up against, I don't think they had enough, um, like, power to make it really far. So I think... BYU,
0: I liked that choice there and, yeah. That's fair. So, now we're going to go ahead and move into Gumbel's, who had the, I mean, probably had the hardest bracket to pick from a state news standpoint because he had to choose how he wanted to handle Michigan State. So, Ryder, how about you go ahead and break down your end of the bracket here? Well,
1: the Uh, story of Gumbel's bracket was Stephen at Boston. I don't think we can really look past that. Um, Yeah, I like how Gumble laid pretty much everything out, honestly. Um, Steven at Boston, nice run. I like that you have Baylor in the early days. I thought that a lot of people were kind of undervaluing Baylor a little bit, if that's even the right term for it towards the end of the year. I like that you gave him a deep run. So, for the most part, job well done, John. Thank you. Yeah, at the beginning, I just, um,
2: I wanted to spice things up a little, so I took all the lower seats, put them on a piece of paper. I closed my eyes and just randomly pointed to one, and my finger landed on Stephen F. Austin, who I did not know much. I did not know much about them, so I had to do some research. And obviously, I knew they beat Duke earlier in the year. Um, so I put them on a nice little run. They beat Ohio State and Louisville, and then I got to Baylor, and I was like, all right, this is going on long enough. And I had Baylor beat them. And it was tough, yes, because Michigan State was in there. But so were two other Big Ten teams, uh, Ru- Rutgers and Illinois, who were two teams that obviously don't get there that often. So, you know, it kind of sucks that they didn't get their shot. But um, I had Rutgers win their first game against St. Mary's, lose to Baylor. And then Illinois beat uh, – who did they beat? Illinois, U- beat U- USC. Crayton, Crayton. USC and then losing to riders to Creighton. And then ultimately I got a – Michigan State Baylor Elite Eight and I did put the weapons in the final four because ultimately I do think if they were in this bracket if it would have played out like this I do think they would have come out of the region on top
0: so see and I have to agree because I just I didn't see a team the way Michigan State was rolling towards uh, the end taking them down but um, Michigan State here in this I mean they were in a bracket that had a lot of teams that I really liked I really the small seed that I really liked in there was Vermont Team had a lot of really young dudes and are not a lot of, but a lot of experienced guys, and I and they gave Florida State a lot of trouble last year too. So I really like that squad. But I mean, obviously, State News Sports Desk favorite Rutgers was in it. Um, love Rutgers. Love Rutgers. But I, love I really wish St.
2: Mary's, St. Mary's was not prepared enough for Rutgers in the first round, so I had them
0: winning. No, they weren't. <laughs>
2: so we get a home man.
0: Listen, I re- I did really like the Rutgers team this year, though. I felt like against St. Mary's or if they were in that eight nine spot, I felt they could have won a game. Me, I don't think they give Baylor too much trouble. Um, I felt like they could have maybe made it, you know, maybe close, but I don't think I think Baylor would have gotten through. But Illinois was another team that was in. And Creighton, Illinois and Creighton were both two teams I really liked and thought could make a Final Four run. But um, could have gone either.
2: I just I didn't want to disappoint everybody it, by it the book But I definitely
1: could have see no one that game. I can, that game would have been torture for me to watch, just because I love. Those were probably like out of out of like three teams in the nation. Like it was probably like two of my three favorite teams, like to watch all year. Like I love both teams, so I'm happy you had Creighton. You know?
0: Yeah, I I loved both of them. So it was really really tough. It was really tough. And like I said, I really like the Vermont team. I really like Rutgers. Obviously I felt like Michigan State was a better team and I thought Baylor too had a really good year and one of them you know, in a year where there wasn't a lot of number ones, Baylor was kind of hanging around there. so um, yeah this, this, that one would have been a tough one for me like even even without Michigan State in there, it would have been hard. but um Jana, what was your reaction as you know being one of our beat reporters handling how seeing how uh, Gumble hand, handled the South region?
3: I definitely think Michigan State would have made it out of that region. I remember, like, when towards the end of the season, before everything got canceled, Paulo, the other beat reporter, and I would, like, send each other projected brackets and kind of, like, joke about where we would go or, like, how far we think we would make it um, being placed there because Michigan State has kind of had some rougher journeys to make a deep run in the past. But I think where they were placed in this bracket, they definitely would have made it out of um, that section, like Brendan uh, made them making it
0: to the final four. Yeah. And I mean, you, you guys would have went to, if this was the bracket, you guys would have been in Cleveland, which sorry, if you had to go to Cleveland, I mean, it still would have been awesome <laughs> for the game, but Cleveland's not, it's Cleveland. And then, but you yeah. would have, yeah. yeah, not, it's, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd take Toledo over Cleveland, but that's another discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Houston, but you guys would have went to Houston for if they would have made it to the Sweet Sixteen to Elite Eight. I yeah, mean that would Houston's. Houston's done sick. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been really awesome. It's unfortunate. I really do feel for you guys not being able to go there because that would have been an awesome experience, especially in Houston. And then if they did make the Final Four run like we projected, then it would have been Atlanta. So yeah, it just sucks. But <laughs> our Final Four we ended up coming down to Kansas, Dayton. And then BYU, I had to think about that one for a second, and Michigan State. So I'll, I'll throw it back to you, Jaina. You ended up going, you know, making the decision between Kansas and Dayton. What came into your decision to move Kansas to the, to the final?
3: I honestly, it was kind of, I wasn't sure exactly where we were going to go with it. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Um... I mean, I think Kansas just has more experience at the time, and I think that Dayton would have kind of – I think it would have stayed close for sure, but Kansas is more – like, Kansas has been in that position before. They know how to do it, and I think they would have came out. um, I'm kind of just, like, rereading what we said, but, I mean, did you agree Kansas would have came out on top?
0: I Yeah. And I felt that way because Kansas this year, like I said earlier about Baylor, they were one of the teams that was just there all year long. And um, as U- Uduka Azubuke and um, uh, Devin Dotson, Marcus Garrett, those three guys were nuts this year. Yeah. Marcus Garrett was Defensive Player of the Year, got named. I didn't even realize how good defensively he was until I saw that. And then on top of it, I mean – in their game against Dayton, I went back. I didn't get to watch that Kansas Dayton game. Um, I was home that the weekend of the Maui Invitational because I went home. I remember going home during the Michigan State Virginia Tech game and not seeing it. Um, but Kansas that Kansas Dayton game was insane. I went back and I watched it when I was kind of like doing our preview of it. And those three guys just went insane. I think they had like 80 or eighty five percent of their points in that game, those three those three guys against Dayton. And I just, I was like, if they even got a little bit of production out of some of their guys off the bench, that would have been, you know, it would have been game over for Dayton. Even though I did really like Dayton this season, but I thought Kansas yeah. was the right decision. Yeah,
3: I think Kansas had, was more well-rounded. Dayton had, a, you know, a couple of big guys who couldn't think. Be- maybe some clutch shots when they needed it, but overall, Kansas, I think, was going to stay more consistent throughout that game, and kind of tired dating out is what I predicted would happen, and ultimately, at the end, Kansas would have been able to break through there.
0: So, Gumball and Ryder, you guys had to decide between BYU and Michigan State. I'm not sure who or how you guys came to that decision, but how did you come to the decision of Michigan State coming out on top?
2: Um... Well, at first, I I didn't want to put Michigan State to national championship just because you know State News all one of the homers like MSU's going to win it all. But um, I didn't think that they would lose to BYU. By this point, they'd already beaten Baylor and Creighton, the top two seeds in their region. And yeah, BYU's hot and all that, but um, I don't think I don't think they would have been able to pull it off against Michigan State.
1: Yeah, it was the same feeling, really. I mean, it felt like BYU had an amazing run. I mean, that would have been their best run in program history. It just, like, mentally in my mind, like, I just did not feel that it was going to go on to the national championship, so we gave Mystery State the
0: win. Yeah, and I felt, I felt like when I saw that match, like, I started thinking about that matchup. As much as BYU's offense has just been insane this year, that was the one thing Michigan State was able to do, other than in games where, you know, guys like Miles Powell or um, uh, What's-His-Face from Wisconsin, um, Nate Reavers, when they just when they were just going bananas against Michigan State, that was a team that was able to defend the three ball really well, one of the better defensive teams in the country. You know, it, it would have came down to, can BYU slow down Cassius Winston and Tillman and Henry and Watts? And I said, I'm just not sure that they can do that, so... As much as we were kind of, like, hesitant on doing it, I felt like we did come to the right decision. We, we, you kind of came to the right decision on that one. Yeah. Yeah, it was a safe call. It was the safe right. Yeah, for sure. So then it came down to Kansas and Michigan State in the final. So we each had our own take on it, and then we came up with a projection. My take on this was as much as Michigan State this season was one of – you know, as much as they had a really rough start to the year and was hot at the end and everything else, what Michigan State needed to win this was consistently in every single game in the tournament. Other than maybe their opening game against, which in this bracket was Bradley, which is funny to think about. I didn't even realize that till now. Um, but they were going to need either Watts or Henry or both to be efficient in every game. They were going to need that, and especially against the Kansas team. I'm not sure that they would have gotten it in every game, and I think Kansas just had so much in terms of their three guys and a lot of talent. And as much as I'm, you know, this some of the things they've had going on with their program, as much as I don't want to see a team like Kansas win it as much, that felt like I just felt like Kansas was the right choice, and I felt like they were going to win. Jana, what was your take on the uh, final matchup there?
3: Yeah, I put my take in a little later, but I went against it, and I said I think I would have picked Michigan State. Um, I mean, not even trying to take my bias out of it. I think that they, like you were saying, I agree they need that consistency, and I think they would have gotten it. I think Watts was ready, and I think Henry was ready, ready, and I think that Gabe Brown would have stepped up in the tournament a little more. I think he started off the season really strong. Like, and then in the middle of the season, the end of the season, he kind of slowed down. But I feel like Izzo was kind of prepping him for the tournament and was going to bring him out like he did Henry last season during the tournament and kind of show off what he had been working all year for. So I think that like they definitely didn't have a perfect season where Kansas was kind of consistently at the top. But I think that less-than-perfect season would have prepared Michigan State better. They battled through the Big Ten. They Battled through a lot of different adversity and I think that if they were to make it that far they, they wouldn't have let it slip
0: out of their hands and they would have won Yeah, I, I just had a, I had a really hard time t- p- putting Kansas over just because I didn't as I, we all wanted to see Cassius run away with it just because it, not just like not even from the Michigan State standpoint but just from everything he's been through and I felt like he could have willed them there and I mean it definitely could have happened and, but that was, again, just so, that was our takes on it. But Gumble, where were you at on this? Um,
1: I think no matter what the outcome of the game was going to be, it was going to be
2: go down right to the end, which uh, we put in our game projection. But I just thought Kansas was the more
3: all-around, well-put-together team. They've been more consistent all season. I think also they would have had the
0: edge over Michigan State in that one. Ryder, we'll wrap up with you on this.
1: Yeah, I was with Jana. Um, I kind of put this to a point that was over-sentimental in my projection, but Michigan State battled me so much throughout the season. Um, I would have given them the win there. I think it would have been poetic in a way. Um, yeah, I,
0: I gave it to Michigan State, gave Tomlin to the second natty, and that's that. That's fair. Which comes to our conclusion, to which us four ended up naming Kansas to win the national title based on, I mean, just from beginning to end, they were that team all year long that um, just in, in a year where, I mean, there I don't remember how many number ones there were, but, I mean, Kansas was number one, I think Louisville was number one, Michigan State was number one, which is crazy to think about that how that was still happening at the beginning of the year. I think Kentucky was the... Baylor, Duke, Kentucky. I mean, it seemed like everybody had a, had a moment with it. And, um, you know, it, it just felt like they were that one team all year long. And Ezebuke and Devin Dotson and themselves were Player of the Year candidates, in my mind, looking at what they did. And Kansas just seemed like the team. I don't know if, if you guys maybe disagree with me there or not, but but that was who we kind of went with. Yeah,
3: I, I agree with Brendan. Um or I mean, with our game projection, where it, I think it would have stayed close and gone down, it would have been a hard battle between the two teams. But yeah, Kansas did have the consistency, and that was something Michigan State lacked the whole season. So it would have came down to if they would have been able to find that in their tournament run. Where if they didn't find it in the run, then I don't think they would have gotten. it.
0: Right. I mean, and I and we'll go ahead. I mean that Kansas, our national champion. And but what I want to wrap up with is something a little more interesting. It's been a discussion as of late is do you think these are teams like Kansas or Michigan State these higher up teams who had a really big chance at winning it do you think they should hang a banner I don't think it should no. be just higher up
1: teams I think it should be any team that would have qualified for this tournament I like truly, like I, I'm such a big fan of climbing championships. If Rutgers wants to go out and hang the banner, hang the banner. Dayton, hang the banner. Like I, I, college basketball you never get to do this. You get you used to be able to do it. College football, I think they should totally take advantage of it. Just go for it. I, mean,
3: uh, I think that's a big reason. Like I was gunning for them to come out with the bracket, but they ended up not doing that. So that's where I think it gets tricky. Where I think if they would have announced the bracket, then it could have been something cool where teams could have acknowledged their standing in some way. But since they didn't announce it, it kind of is—it's awkward to say.
2: Yeah, I think I just think March Madness is one of the most like unpredictable scoring events. Um, ever and like I don't think just claiming yourself as national champion I don't
0: think is like is the right thing to do so I'm not in favor of that see I I think I'm gonna get the in between of you, all of you guys I'm in the thing of if you were if you ended up finishing in like the top 10 and you won your conference like teams like Michigan State Kansas, Gonzaga, Michigan State, I think Creighton ended up winning their conference along with Seton Hall I think And Villanova all, I think, was a three-way tie, if I remember right. Um, I mean, and Florida State was another one, too. I think those teams should go ahead and hang a banner. You earned it. If you won your conference, I don't see why not. Like, Ryder brought up, in football, that was common. Michigan State, I think, has, like, in football, like, two or three national titles that they just claimed I don't think they played like an actual game to for for the title. So claim it. Why not? Hang 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 the banner, hang it. It's the way I stand on it. I I don't know. I've just been pondering that a lot, and I think they should just. I think teams should just do it. If you if you did it and you think you were worthy of it, go for it. Yeah, but, like, that's the same thing with, like, you could take
2: away the Astros World Series in 2017 and give it to the Dodgers, but, like, the Dodgers still know that they didn't actually win it regardless of whether they were cheating or not, so, like, you're always going to look at that banner you hang and be like, you'll you'll still know what actually
1: happened, I think it would just be, like, a bad reminder, so I I, I wouldn't do it. That's fair. To be fair, though, I think that's a completely separate matter. I mean, like, we're going off of, like, we never had these moments, so we're going to go claim them. They Astros and Dodgers, they had those moments. Like, they That's actually did go out and play a series. Like, back in the day when Michigan State, like, what was it? The, uh, it was Notre Dame, Michigan State, like, yeah. 1966 or whatever, that football game when Notre Dame decides to go up for the tie or whatever, and they basically slot Michigan State number two. And their are Mischief Michigan State was like, well, let's just go, go claim a national championship because we were going to be able to win that game. They just tied it and just pulled the ties. Like, they actually played that game. We never got those moments, so...
2: I don't yeah, know. I think that's, I, just don't, I just don't think you hate one
0: unless you definitively want something. That's just where I stand on it. That's fair. At this point, with everything, unfortunately, we're going to be left with what could have been, and that's what's really unfortunate. And that's why we did this. To maybe, whether it was to give us closure or give other people closure, I'm not really sure, but we did it anyway. Um but that's all I have for today. I want to thank all three of you guys for coming on and doing this with us, and doing this whole project we've been a part of for the last three weeks.
2: Yeah, thanks for having what? us. Sounds good. Thank time. you, Eli. Yep. Been
0: a pleasure. Yep, and I will. We'll be back next week. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about on the, on the round table, but we're going to have a plan, and we'll have something up next week. We'll see you guys next week.